Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Here's another horror night for you or another horror reads or scary, scary, trashy, question mark, question mark, midnight reads. I'm not recording this at midnight because um, honestly, I think it would scare me. <laughs> Even though I read this book before, I haven't finished it and I can recommend it for how long I've read it. Um, but let's just get into it and you can make your decisions and I'll tell you the summary about it. Um, but beforehand, I just want to mention that I'm going to be butchering a lot of um, words because uh, this is a Chinese novel originally. So they have a lot of Chinese names and references. So just ahead of time, not going to be able to pronounce that. So I'm sorry. Okay, let's uh, get into chapter three because I figure that's where the scary part starts. Okay, um, chapter three, life movie theater. The sun goes down early in winter, but adding the bouts of rain left the world in almost darkness. This left the movie theater in front of her the only lights in the darkness. It was narrow, situated between two walls. It was a wooden door that only allowed the passage of one at any given time, and two stringed rows of lanterns hanging on both sides of the doorway, lit up with a warm orange light while swaying in the windy rain. Old as it was, even the poster on the wall seemed as if it had been there since the 70s, as its different colored words were slightly blurred. It was very memorable, place. Called Life Movie Theater, it sat at the intersection of Rogue Street, the place that Ning Yuren was reminded of on her deathbed. Ning Ning walked towards it, but was stopped on her path by someone. It was a man who wore a white mask and was dressed like the thug of the Jan Kyu from the olden days. A long white Chinese-style robe with a black cotton belt around his waist and a pair of black cloth shoes on his feet. His voice sounded low and muffled through the mass. It is not time yet. Look, Ning Ning lifted her palms up as the rain pelted down on them. The rain is pouring so hard. Can you at least let me buy a ticket and wait inside? He shook his head. Ning Ning then tried to persuade him, but was repeatedly rejected. Ugh, to think such a damnable place and guard exists. Ning Ning was inching to get, immediately give this place a negative review on the net. She turned around lividly, waving her arm for a taxi. The taxi quickly drove her away, then once again drove her back to Rogue Street. Ning Ning got out of the taxi and walked to stand before the gatekeeper. Is it time now? The gatekeeper replied calmly. Five minutes, five more minutes. Ning Ning looked down at her wristwatch. 23.55. She could not help but be reminded of the words her mom told her before leaving. At midnight, go to the movie theater at 35 Rose Street to watch a movie. Alone. Midnight indeed, not a minute more, not, nor a minute less. 
Ning Ning raised her hand back over her head as a makeshift umbrella as the rain gradually grew more intense. She walked around the area before the entrance, feeling like a moron. Entrance ticket. The gatekeeper spoke in his signature calm voice. Ning Ning searched busily for a moment before finally finding and pulling out an old movie ticket from her handbag. It was a thin piece of yellowed paper that had a round step stamp on the left side with the words entrance ticket written on it. A rectangle which said life movie theater on the right and below that 8th row 30, 45. The gatekeeper seems to be surprised with her being able to pull out a ticket, giving her a rare second glance. Then looked down to tear the ticket and moved away from the wooden door behind him. One person, one ticket, invalid upon admission. Finally entering, Ningning breathed a sigh of relief, and before passing through the door, turned her head to take a glance at the movie poster. An old poster, as if a remnant from the 70s or 80s. It was brightly colored like an oil painting. Perhaps due to the wash by the rainwater, its color and wordings were slightly blurred. The poster featured both a good-looking leading actor and actress. However, they were unfamiliar faces to Ningning, who only just knew their, fa- their names after reading the names of the cast. Movie title, Republic Circus, main lead. Okay, I'm about to get these names wrong, but let's try. Chang Jun Yang. <laughs> oh my god. Li Zula. How do you pronounce an X in Chinese? Sulan. Lan. Sulan. Never heard of them. Ningning mumbled to herself, then turned around and went through the entrance. Unlike the worn out exterior, the interior was unexpectedly neat. Rows of carved wooden chairs sat in the middle, making it seem like a play theater from the Republic days. However, up front was not a stage with crimson red curtains, but a white cinema screen. Your seat is here, miss. A staff member, staff member, a staff member, a young maiden in a flower petal decorated Chongzhou, which is um, a traditional Chinese dress that I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Escort, escorted, escorted, escorted Ningning to her seat. She had a soft voice and similarly wore a mask on her face, though not a boring style like the gatekeepers. Instead, the mask was in the style of a beaming court lady with red lips from the olden days. So these masks are like full masks that have characters on them, if you can imagine. Ning Ning sat down and surveyed her surroundings. Everyone around her wore masks. Even the auntie sweeping the floor was wearing a crying mask. Like a mask as a crying person's character. 
I'm already terrified, by the way, at the idea. Why do all of you wear masks? Ningning asked as she warmed her hands with the hot drink given to her by the young maiden in the Changsam. The young maiden replied while beaming, All staff members have to wear masks. Finally, Ningning realized the reason behind the strange feeling she had had since entering. When she looked around, there were only staffs wearing masks in sight. And she was the only one without a mask. The only customer. I know it's a midnight show, but does it have to be this cold and quiet here? Right when she wanted to ask, are there no other customers? The auntie sweeping suddenly straightened up. Her back from its previous slight bents and walked towards the door. The other staff also gradually stopped. Whatever they were doing... And started walking out. It's as if they all heard a bell only audible to them. This situation bore a uncanny resemblance to escaping during a fire alarm, so much so that Ningning could not help but to stand up and ask, Where are you all going? The group of people stopped in their footsteps and turned their heads back in unison. A crying mask, monkey mask, scholar mask, various masks stared at her. Behind the court lady of the olden days mask, the voice of the young maiden in the Chongsam rang out. The movie is about to begin. Please enjoy yourself. Ningning had more to say, but suddenly all the lights went out. Around three seconds later, the screen in the distance lit up, a shining bit of light in the darkness. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. Ningning tried hypnotizing herself by chanting as she sat down and sipped on the straw of the hot beverage to try to calm down her try to calm her nerves. The screen was a blank white for a while before. Very slowly, a row of words came into view. This film is based on a true story. Following those words was a male voice unheardedly singing, which I will not do, but we will just be speaking it. Um, kidnapped childrens are made to pick up a wooden man. Whoever picks the lame will have their legs broken. Picks the blind will be blinded. Picks the amputee, we cut off their limbs. Then, as beggars, they'll beg for money. Beads of sweat trickled down Ning Ning's head. She sat unmoving in the seat with her only eyeball moving around anxiously. Not that she didn't want to move, but because she became unable to since the man started speaking. She struggled with all her might to part her lips and let out a cry for help, but yet she could not produce a single sound. On the contrary, 
the other's sounds increased gradually in volume. The man's voice, a woman's voice, traveled from a distance to close by. Ningning could slowly make out the voice that was shouting by her head, "Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Ninger, wake up!" Ningning abruptly blinked her eyes. Finally. She could move, but she was too frightened to do so. Finally, she could speak, but she did not know what to say. Before her were three people, three unfamiliar faces. One of them was an old physician in a white gown, who had a gray beard, and was currently using two fingers to pull apart her eyelids. Another one was a middle-aged woman dressed like a maid during the Republic times. Presently, she held her hands, palms together, and was reciting Boravista incessantly. The last one was a man in his thirties, who had a thin and refined face with a mustache on his upper lips that resembled whiskers. His hair and clothes. Seemed like they had gone without a wash for days, without his, while his red eyes showed that he had not slept for days. His tears were flowing out as he grasped onto her hand. Ninger, don't sleep anymore. Don't give Papa a fright. Ning Ning looked at her hand held in his, a small white and thin hand. In his huge bronze-colored one, the screen paused on the two hands as the camera shot slowly, pull shot slowly pulled away to a distance. In the movie theater, with not a soul in sight, there was only a cup of hot beverage, in its final steam rising quietly, placed where. Ningning previously sat outside the entrance. Rainwater flowed from the roof and hit the ground. Pits patter, pitter patter. The gatekeeper slowly turned his head, looking towards the poster on the wall. After the main lead's names, a ink dot suddenly appeared on the spot where there was previously only. A blank space. Then, slowly, as if there was an invisible brush writing, there was a stroke in a line. A new name had been added to the poster. Movie title: Republic Circus. Main leads: Chen Junyang, Li Zulan, Ningning. And that is the end of chapter three. Let me just, um, in case you didn't understand some stuff, some uncommon terms that they wrote. So Jang Hung, which was describing the gatekeeper and his clothing, is a community for martial artists in which, in some ways, like it was a martial arts world in, like you know, really ancient China kind of days. Like you would say, like oh, you, just like I guess the common the idea of a samurai or the knights. In England, there is、um, the martial artists of Jiang Hong, right? 
And then, so the Republic that they're talking about, like the the movie title, The Republic Circus, is not talking about the title of the circus, but a period of time in China. So the Republic, um, I'm not going to pronounce it, in direct translation of Mingyao, which is like, Mingyao, I don't know, which is a short form for Republic of China, used to describe the Republic of China period Mingyao Shikui, I don't know how to say that, which was from 1912 to 1949. Um, and yeah, so if you can imagine the the mask, it's like those, um, if you've seen, um, if you've ever seen a line dance for Chinese New Year's festival, they, they wear masks. It's uh, usually a line in some, some, a um, man in a mask, right? And that's like the fat guy mask. So if you can imagine that kind of style of mask, but then for different types of people, I think that's what they were talking about with those types of masks. And so that's the third chapter. And I will give you uh, a brief up to now. So if you're interested in it, I think it's a pretty good book. I haven't finished it just because I... Um, for me, I just didn't know where I was going after a while. And, um, I just don't know. I, I need, um, motivation because I can't just read horror without a reason because I'm not like, it's scary for me. Um, but the, my main character is Ning Ning. And up until now, she's like the failed, you know, actress of a really renowned actress. Her mother was an actress, but her mother's a really great actress. But she's only been getting like really bad movie plots like Beauty This or whatever that. And she just came off a really bad movie. And then she was talking to her mom, being like, Mom, don't watch my new movie. And her mom is like, Do you want to be an actress? Like, seriously? And if you if so, then um I'll send you a ticket to this theater. And then she almost takes it back. The mother's like, no, never mind. Don't go or something like that. And but um, later the next day from that phone call, um, the news reports that the mother has died at like age 50 or something, which is pretty young. And like the whole world is sad because she was this like acting and acting empress or something. That's what they call like really like well-known actresses that are really popular and like good at the thing they do I guess um and like she has a terrible like grandmother who was ruining her reputation Ningning's reputation saying that like making it seem like she was gonna auction off all of her mother's things but it was actually the grandmother that wanted to auction it all off for money and the month the grandmother's like she obviously Ningning hears this from other directors who are like looking down on her, like, you're so ready to auction off all your mother's things at the funeral. And Ning is like, What? And turns out like she talks to her grandma and grandma's like, Yeah, I'm doing it. But obviously, like, I'm not gonna take credit for it, whatever. I'm gonna make you look bad. And she's like, No, don't do that. And Ningning and her grandma's like, Well, you can't do anything about it because I need the I want the money. And the like just in that tone, I guess. And the grandma's like, Well, if you can give me one million, I won't. And obviously Ning Ning's like a failed actress. Like she doesn't even know when she's gonna get her next role. 
And he was like, I don't know what to do. And but the thing is, the director who had scorned her for um, like doing this auction was also offering her a audition for one of her one of his movies because in respect to his her mother, which he's a big fan of. But then it later turns out like in terms of it was in the chapters before these um, turns out that when he goes back to his car, his assistant's like, why did you? do that you you're just gonna give her that audition so you can break her down and make fun of her he's like yeah because like he thinks that her being the daughter of um the aunt the the actress that he's a fan of um ruins that her mother's name or something so he wants to ruin her forever but i think and so then he remembers she remembers the words of her mother so she goes to the the theater that her mother was like you can go here if you really truly want to act or something right so that's the premise and then you read up that's you just listened to chapter three and chapter four now we get into the movie and i have to say this story the first story starts strong like it is some gray spice of morality here dude it is dark okay (laughs) um if you really like that like it is not just supernatural. It is the moral grayness of life. Like, really? Ooh, you know? So what is this called? It's a fan translate. So if you know Chinese, like, best thing, just read it in Chinese. Like, um, I wish I could. I There's a lot of Chinese books that I wish I knew Chinese just to read because there are some really great ones out there. Um, not all of them are great, but... Some of them are really good. I wish I knew the language. But it is called... Um, I hope you're not hearing every time I, my um, desk shakes. Jeez. Oh, God. Um, okay, so it's called... Um, it's called... I've trans my I know this is like a really big theme in a lot of Chinese novels, but it's just to get people into interested into the the book because trans migrations in Chinese novels are very popular. But I it's a lot deeper, like it's a pretty deep plot. <laughs> um I just haven't finished it, so I can't say for sure how good it is, but it's scary for sure. I've transmigrated into this movie before. That's what it's called. Um, let me see, let me see. Let me see, let me see. See if I can get a summary here somewhere. Was that scary enough? You know what I really do need? I do need some um, horror recommendations. So if you have any, just at me anywhere. Oh, by the way, did I mention I made a Twitter? I made a Twitter. I'm also opening a YouTube account. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, hi. This is a new thing. Please treat me nicely. Please. Um, But it's... I'll probably, if I do put it on YouTube, it'll probably be like days after the podcast. So, you know, because the podcast is the priority. So, I'll probably be on like the podcast area and then I'll eventually just put up a video or, or audio video or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's Twitter. It's um, at mid 
M-I-D underscore N-M. Because I was just thinking, well, just in case, like, I don't update that week. I'll just say that. Or um, just, like, tidbits, random bits, like, how I was so scared to um, listen to the background music. Because I was looking up scary background music for, for this month. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is scary. <laughs> uh, stuff like that. And just, like, random, like, updates and stuff. All right, let me look for the summary. How are you guys doing? Um, I always say that. I always ask that. But it's because I expect an answer, you know. I want to hear it. I'm taking time. Okay, tell me, tell me. All right, tell me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds great. Oh, I'm so sorry. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, see? You have someone to talk to. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so it is by the author's name in english at least is her highness nightmare which pretty relevant not bad it was um written in 2016 by the way so that's pretty crazy it's a web novel but obviously a lot of these like a lot of books nowadays i feel like are get written off the web and then they become books um i think that's how like mangas work too sometimes they they go on a weekly basis and then they build up for like a manga book. Um, but it had uh, 174 chapters and two extras. Um, so the description, okay. Question. What is scarier than the personal experience of transmigrating into a horror novel? Anonymous. Transmigrating into a movie you've never seen before. Poor comment. There's nothing scarier. There's nothing scary about that. Anonymous reply. You sure? Can you be sure your dad isn't a murderer? Can you be certain your spouse isn't out to kill you for insurance money? Can you even be certain there isn't any hidden lethal weapon in your son's lunchbox? The scariest thing is that you have never seen this movie before, so you have absolutely no idea of any surprise that awaits you ahead. Hence, this novel is also called Surprise That Awaits You. Alright, so you can look it up. I'm not about to promote any um, fan translation because this is illegal. I just read one chapter. I'm not going to tell you to look for it. But if you know Chinese, I'll tell you to look for it. Because I think that's really great for you. <laughs> I have to act moral a little bit. <laughs> so that's why I'm not reading it all. I was going to read chapter 4 too. But I was like, hmm. Also does a lot of work. But yeah. So uh, I hope you're having a really good Halloween um, kind of month. Or at least scary month whenever you're listening to this. If you just like listening to scary stories, I will try my best. But if you have any recommendations as well for um scary books and or a scary chapter of a book or a funny scary chapter i'm i'm down with that too because actually i'm more down with that because <laughs> i want to make fun of it i want to be not entirely scared so please just email me or contact me anywhere because i have a social not can you oh, that's a lot i can't believe i did it <laughs> if you've been listening for a long time i've only been mentioning about making a tiktok for ten thousand years and you know what i ended up making a twitter <laughs> uh, uh, anyways i hope 
you're doing well. I hope you're feeding yourself. I hope you're drinking water. I hope you're drinking tea. I hope you're drinking coffee. I hope you're brushing your teeth. I hope you brush your hair. Um, but anyways, this is whole week, so I'll probably put. So the whole post is basically Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on your time frame, um, for the scary ones and the weekends for this month, and then the weekends will just be maybe random as per usual, <laughs> and. I think that's it. So um, continue listening. I'll probably post again tomorrow. So, but I still need recommendations for sure. I only have up for this week and next week. So that would be helpful or else I'm just going to wing it as per usual. But in any case, as always, oh yeah, follow, um, follow, <laughs> share. Yeah, I got to say that once. Anyways, as always, thanks for listening.